0: Did you know that more than two in three Americans, about 68%, say a major priority in their life is finding their deeper purpose? And almost three in four, which is 73%, say it is their number one priority to pursue a higher purpose and meaning for their life. And yet, only 25% of the people in this study say that they have a clear sense of purpose. So how do we find purpose? Let's chat about that. Hi, I'm Brenda Reese, Freedom and Forgiveness Coach, and a person just like you that is learning to navigate life and all of its challenges. I teach a forgiveness process like no other. It's a blend of practical and spiritual forgiveness. This process guides you into knowing how unforgiveness can be keeping you stuck in your relationships, both personally and professionally, and how it prevents you from releasing resentment and finding joy. Each week, I share practical and some not-so-practical tips, tools, and advice from myself and other people that are on this journey just like us. This is for you if you are ready to turn your pain into peace. Welcome to the Forgive Yourself podcast. Is there purpose in your life's purpose? That's a question that most humans will have at one time or the other, and if not more than once. And it's so many times with my clients that they come to me with this question. Why am I here? What is my life purpose? It's certainly what I hear the most. And it's an excellent question if we lean into it and we try to learn more about ourselves. This is where the forgiveness comes in. In fact, when we are honest and really take an introspective look at who we are and what we are meant to do, we typically uncover all sorts of things. Some we may already know, and others we've perhaps buried and hidden away to protect ourselves, right? or to do what we think we're supposed to do in life, or follow what somebody else said we were supposed to do. All answers lend themselves to helping us discover our place in this world and our purpose in life. So what does purpose play right, in our life? We all have talents and skill sets, things we like or even love about ourselves and our abilities. The traditional line of thinking when we're trying to figure out our life's purpose is that we look at what we're good at, right? And we enjoy doing and then try to combine those and make a world a better place. Sometimes it's not necessarily the things we're good at or enjoy that gives us purpose. Sometimes it's a tragedy or a trauma that is the catalyst for purpose. In my case, turning my pain into purpose became my passion. Helping other people who have gone through or are going through the same things gives me purpose. No matter the fuel behind our purpose, feeling that we have a mission in life guides everything from decisions to behaviors to goals and even the meaning we give to life. So where do we discover our purpose? So as I said before, For many, purpose can be connected to our vocation. It can be meaningful and satisfying work that makes us feel fulfilled and useful. It can be combining talents and skills we've worked hard to hone and using them to better ourselves, others, or both. One of the biggest reasons people end up quitting their jobs is because they don't feel they are fulfilling their life purpose. And in fact, research suggests that since the pandemic, nearly two-thirds of the American workforce has paused and reflected on their life purpose. When our work life is so much of what takes our time, it's only natural that work and purpose become connected. For many, though, purpose lies in their responsibilities to their family or to their friends. It can be parenthood or caregiving and support are all purpose-driven and can make people feel fulfilled. Sometimes this is even found in someone's religious beliefs or spirituality. They believe their purpose is tied to a higher power or connection to something spiritual, which motivates them to think, believe, and act as they do. And I want you to know that your purpose is uniquely yours. Finding our life purpose is really a lot About finding ourselves. There's only one of us, and like fingerprints, our purposes are unique to us. When we dig into who we are and find ourselves, and we know what we're meant to do, nothing can be more fulfilling or stop us from doing it. Now, that doesn't mean that our life purpose always stays the same. I do want to say this because often it can shift and change throughout our life. Sometimes it's in response to a trauma or a tragedy that directly reshapes the trajectory of our lives. And even without pain, life's everyday priorities and fluctuations can help us redefine our purpose. Life is a journey, and it's the journey that matters. That's why pursuing your purpose doesn't always mean that you're successful. Because in life, it's the meaning behind the actions that drive us in our journey. And is often far more valuable, right? Let's repeat that. And is often far more valuable than the destination or success, as we deem it, itself. The pursuit of purpose can be very scary because sometimes pursuing your purpose means that you end up walking away from the path you're currently on. Forging forward sometimes requires us to walk ahead or away, despite the doubt others may have. That's why it's so important to be in tune with your inner voice, the one that knows you the best and has never doubted. That's the voice that knows your life purpose, and all you have to do is listen. So how do we listen to our inner voice? You know, the best way to hear that voice inside that wants the best for you is to, one, ask questions, because questions will help you uncover yourself and your purpose and give you the confidence to move forward toward fulfillment. The other thing is to be able to ask these questions. You want to get quiet. Okay, so that's first. Whether you call it meditation or you call it just silence, I like to say just sitting quietly, right? So when we can do that and take a few breaths, then we can hear ourselves better. So here are three things that we are going to talk about to help you uncover your purpose. So first, you want to get quiet, right? Take some breathing. Get a piece of paper and a pen if you want. And just sit for a moment. Let yourself breathe in and out at your own pace, letting your thoughts go through your head like clouds. And then I want you to consider your personal storyline. Ask yourself about the patterns in your life that you've seen that you know about. Consider these patterns and write a timeline of your life that details them. In relationships and experiences. Now, what this looks like could be starting from birth to now or from now backwards, maybe just ch- taking the major ones. Like I took my divorces. Oh my God, <laughs> I've been married four times, divorced three. I'm kind of an expert now, but that's how I discovered my pattern. You know, I discovered I was picking the same content, different package, and that the emotionally unavailable men that I kept choosing really showed me that I was unavailable. I discovered that in this timeline. So when we can sit down and write down the person's name and some of the feelings that we have around them, right, and what happened, and then how we felt, that right there can show us and help us identify patterns and similarities over time. This can help you weed out the noise and detect where your strengths are, the times you felt purposeful, or where you have now a repeating pattern of not trusting yourself, not feeling good enough, not feeling lovable. That's a big one. Then number two is consider things you may take for granted because they are intrinsic to your identity. Now think about whether or not you're a natural volunteer or whether people always turn to you when they need advice. Like for me, I would make the comment that, do I have like, you know, a sign on my forehead that says, you know, therapist, because people would constantly, since a young age, come and bear their souls to me or ask questions, just want to be heard. You know, so are you one like that? Are you one that has broad shoulders, you know, that people cry on? Do you find yourself the perpetual cheerleader who always cheers others up? Because the things that you feel are just so-called personality traits, or it's just who I am, that may be the things that are a part of your purpose in life. This is important. And now while you're considering those things, that leads us to number three, which is consider what you're passionate about, okay? Just like we talked about in the beginning. Because our passions often guide us to action. It may not be our jobs, right? But what is that hobby that you're doing? What is the thing that lights you up? Do you like volunteering? Does that bring you joy? Do you like talking about a certain subject? Does that really make you passionate? What is your hobby? Because a lot of times that can be our purpose. So make a list of those passions and develop a plan to explore them and see how they fit into your life now and possibly your future. Now you may need to look at your pain to turn it into purpose. This step takes a lot of bravery and courage, but the dividends are worth it. Look at the painful experiences you've gone through in life. See where you can use what you learned to help others. I looked at the patterns, like I said earlier with my divorces. It was hard to do, but I dug deep. And at first, you know, I was thinking that the key was to forgive my exes. And I still, I still stand by that. But remember that forgiveness releases you far more than it does anything for the person you forgive. And I also found really I needed to forgive myself. I needed to own my actions and behaviors and take responsibility, right? And realize that I had done the best I could at the time. And when I did, I found freedom. And my passion for helping others to do the same as a forgiveness coach was ignited. I would have never thought of that. I was 30 years in corporate, thought that's where I was going to retire from. But the universe had different plans. So discovering our purpose sounds scary, but it doesn't have to be hard. It does, however, take courage. The good news is that you have a lot of that. If you don't believe me, look at what you've been going through these last couple of years and see how you're continuing to grow. That, my friend, is courage. Thank you so much for listening to the Forgive Yourself podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit our website at Coaching.com for more show notes and additional episodes. And would you do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast and please consider rating and reviewing the show that will help other people find us. Thanks again for listening. And we'll catch you next time on the Forgive Yourself Podcast. Take care.